point number 139, then At-Tahawi, rahimahullah, continues, وَجَمِيعُ مَا صَحَّ عَنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مِنَ الشَّرْعِ وَالْبَيَانِ كُلِّهِ حَقِّ And everything which is authentic from Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the legislation and the clear explanation, is all true. And everything which is authentic from Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the legislation and the clear explanation, all of it is true. Shaykh al-Fawzan, hafizahullah, said, This is fine speech. Everything which is authentic from Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then it is true. Contrary to those who say that what is reported from Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is divided into categories into that which is mutawatir reported by many many chains of narration and that which is ahad meaning that which is reported by limited or through limited chains of narration and just as a side point meaning mutawatir meaning reported by huge numbers of people a large number of people at every chain or every stage of the chains of narration, that the companions, a large number of companions, report the hadith. And from the next level down, the tabi'een, a large number of tabi'een report it from at least one of the companions, and so on, all the way down through the chains of narration. At every stage, at about tabi'een, and the next generation, next generation, every generation, a very large number of people report this narration. And that's described, as the scholars mention. Such a large number of people that it would be impossible for them to get together and invent a lie. And that which does not reach this level is described as being ahad. Whether it's reported by one man or two men or three, as long as it doesn't reach the level of mutawatir, then it's described as ahad. Limited, that which is reported through a limited number of chains of narration. So he said, contrary to the saying of those who say, that which is reported from Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam is divided into the mutawatir and the ahad. That reported by many chains of narration and that reported just by a limited number of chains. And they do not accept the people who say this, they say he says they do not accept except for the mutawatir. They only accept the reports which are mutawatir, reported by huge numbers of people at every level of the narrations. And they say, the ahadith, ahadith al-ahad, the ahad narrations, those which have got just limited number of narrators at each stage, they do not bring about knowledge, they do not amount to knowledge, and they do not amount to certainty. And they cannot be used as proof in aqidah in creed and belief. And this is false and futile. All of the saying of theirs is false and futile. 
rather everything which is authentic, sahih, from the Prophet wasallam, whether it be mutawatir, reported by many people at each, each stage, or reported by a limited number of people, as long as it is sahih, authentic, then it amounts to knowledge, ilm. And aqeedah, creed and belief is built upon it. Because it is authentic from the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that's why it amounts to knowledge. As, as long as it's authentic from the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then with that condition that it's sahih, it's authentic from him, it amounts to knowledge, and aqeedah is built upon it. He said, and he the Most High said, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ Surah Al-Hashr, the 59th Surah, Ayah 7, with the explanation. And whatever the Messenger gives you, then accept it. Whatever the Messenger gives you, then accept it. Shaykh Al-Fawzan said, So if a hadith is authentic from the Prophet wasallam, then it is acted upon in everything. It is acted upon in everything with the condition that it is sahih, that it is authentic from the Prophet wasallam. And he said, and there are groups today who cause people to doubt the sunnah. Some of them say it is not permissible to act on the sunnah whatsoever. It's not permissible, they say, some of them. It's not permissible to act on the sunnah at all. And that it is sufficient to act upon the Qur'an alone. And in a footnote, they mention a footnote where the Messenger mentioned the coming of the like of these people. So they say from Al Miqdan ibn Ma'adi Karib al Kindi radiallahu an, who said, Allah's Messenger said, Allah inni utitu al kitaba wa mithlahu ma'ahu. Allah inni utitu al Quran wa mithlahu ma'ahu. Allah yushiku rajulun yanthani shab'anu ala arikatihi yakul alaykum bil Quran fama wajadtum fihi min halalin fa'ahalluhu wama wajadtum fihi min haram fa'harrimuhu From Al-Miqdam ibn Ma'di Karib Al-Kindi radiallahu anhu said Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said I have certainly been given the book and it's like along with it. I have certainly been given the Quran and it's like along with it. It will soon occur that a man will recline with a full stomach upon his couch saying, accept the Quran. Accept the Quran alone. Whatever you find to be halal, lawful in it, then declare it lawful. And whatever you find to be forbidden in it, then declare that forbidden. The hadith reported by Ahmad and Abu Dawood 
and at Tirmidhi and others and declared Sahih, authentic by Shaykh al-Albani, Rahimahullah. So this is the first group that Shaykh al-Fawzan mentions. There are some groups today who, co who cause doubts about the Sunnah. Some of them say we don't act upon the Sunnah whatsoever. And it is sufficient to act upon the Qur'an alone. Then he said, mentioning a second group, and there are some who say that only that which is mutawatir, only that which is reported by huge numbers of people at each level of the chains of narration, only that which is mutawatir from the sunnah is to be accepted. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan said, and both of these two groups are dal, both of these two groups are astray. The groups who, who say we don't act on the Sunnah whatsoever. We leave the Sunnah aside and we just act on the Quran. And the second group, those who say we only take that which is mutawatir from the Sunnah. They are likewise astray. And he said, so what is obligatory upon the Muslim is that he believes that everything which is authentic from the Prophet wasallam is true. Then he says, and the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he acted upon khabr al-wahid. He himself acted upon the report of a single man. In many instances, with regard to the sighting of the crescent moon, the hilal, with regard to the sighting of the crescent moon, when Ibn Umar came to him, and informed him that he had seen the crescent moon. Then he, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, commanded the people to fast. And the evidence, this, this hadith, is reported by Abu Dawood and was declared sahih, authentic by Shaykh al-Albani. That Ibn Umar, anhum, came to the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, informed that he alone had seen the, moon, the crescent moon. And the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, acted upon that report of a single companion. And commanded the people to fast. And then Shaykh Fawzan mentions a second second report. He said, and a Bedouin came to him and informed him that he had seen the crescent moon. So he said to him, Atashhadu an la ilaha illallah, Atashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. He said to him, Do you bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah? Do you bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah? So he said, Yes. So therefore, the Prophet ﷺ commanded the people to fast. In a footnote, they mention that this hadith is reported by Tirmidhi and Abu Dawood and Ibn Majah and others. And as for this report, then as for Shaykh al-Albani, then he declared this narration da'if, unauthentic, weak. Because it's from a narration of Sammak ibn Harb, who reported some of his narrations in contradictory forms. And in this narration, in the like of this narration, the narrators who narrated from him reported contradictory narrations of, what, of how it was reported. Some of them reporting it all the way back to the Prophet ﷺ, and some of them with a missing link at the stage of the companions. In other words, with a broken chain of narration. Shaykh al-Albani mentions, and a group of the scholars, and that is what is correct, hold that that's, this hadith is mursal, it's got a missing link at the 
stage of the companions, that this is counted by Sheikh Albani as being a da'if, a weak report. <coughs> as for the first one that was mentioned, that, that, was, that was authentic. Then Sheikh Al-Fawzan said, and this was khabarun wahid. It was a report of a single man. Then he said, and the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, used to send individual messengers. And when he sent people out with messages to the different rulers, he said he used to send individual messengers. He had not used to send whole groups of people. And those to whom they were sent acted upon what the representative reported to them from the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In other words, Shaykh al-Fawzan is using both of these things as a proof against this belief. That, in the, the, that which is not motivated from the sunnah, not, which, not reported by huge numbers of people, reported only by a single man or a couple of men or three men, or, that we can't act on it. He said this is contrary to the sunnah, contrary to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa accepting the report of Ibn Umar, when he came and said that he had seen the moon, so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa commanded the Muslims to fast. Likewise, contrary to the practice of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa that when he sent people to teach the religion or to call to the religion, he sent individual men out. He didn't send a whole group of people, and these single men were enough to establish the proof. That's where Sheikh Al-Fawzan ends explanation upon this point. Then just <coughs> as a further, some further points, then in the notes of Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdulaziz ibn Mani' rahimahullah, then he said, with regard to this point, and everything which is authentic from the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, from the legislation and from the clarification, then it is true. He said, his saying, everything which is authentic from Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, to the end. What he means by that is a refutation upon all of the Jahmiyyah, the Mu'attila. Those who deny Allah's attributes and the Mu'tazila and the Rafida, those who say that the reports are of two categories that which is Mutawatir and that which is Ahad, that which is reported by huge numbers of people and that which is not. And they say, also, he continues with what they say, and that the Mutawatir. Those, those reports which are reported by huge numbers of people at every stage, so much that we have no doubt whatsoever about it's been established, he said, that they say, the mutawatir, even though it is definite with regard to its chain of narration, but it is still not definite in what it indicates. Because verbal evidences do not amount to certainty. This is a point that people, we find sometimes people don't notice this point, that some of the deviant sects, when they say we can only accept in matters of aqidah, that which is mutawatir, then it doesn't just mean that we accept the Qur'an, because it, with them, you can't even accept the Qur'an, as the Shaykh continues here. With them, even the Qur'an is mutawatir with regard to its report, but any, if you take a, any ayah from it, 
it's not, in their view, it's not mutawatir, it's not certain with regard to its meaning. Because any ayah, as they say, any ayah can have more than one meaning. So therefore its meaning is not certain. Its, its establishment is certain, but its meaning is not certain. So they say even the Qur'an you can't use as proof. As the Shaykh said, so therefore they say that the Qur'an, as they said just before, they say even though it is definite with regard to its chain of narration, but it is not definite in its indication, since verbal evidences do not amount to certainty. So therefore, they say that the Qur'an, even the Qur'an, cannot be used as evidence with regard to Allah's attributes. So with them, you can't use it to establish matters like Allah's attributes, you can't use the Qur'an, you can't use the Sunnah, both of God. He said, they say, and the ahad narrations, the singular narrations, or the narrations which are not mutawatir, they do not amount to knowledge at all. And they do not use that as proof with regard to the text. So therefore, they block for the hearts knowledge and awareness of the Lord, the Most High. I mean, that's what they say. They say we can, we can only accept that which is definite. Definite is mutawatir being reported, and it's definite in meaning. And they said that, that, doesn't, that that's not the Qur'an, it's not the Sunnah. So what is it then? So he said, so the result of this saying of theirs is that they block to the people's hearts knowledge and awareness of the Lord, the Most High, and his names and his actions by way of the messenger. And instead, they direct the people to deluded conjectures and imaginary concepts which they call intellectual certainties. I mean, when it comes to matters of aqidah and matters of belief in Allah's names and attributes, they say the Qur'an cannot be used as evidence, the sunnah cannot be used as evidence, so they're left with just what they take to be the intellect only. Shaykh Ibn Mani said, Whereas the truth and what is correct is what is held by the major imams and verifiers, that khabr al-wahid, the reports, singular reports, of a reliable narrator, Establish ilm, establish knowledge, as occurs in Fathul Majid, the exp- explanation of Kitab Tawheed, and the treatises of Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah in Usul al Tafsir, and likewise Ibn al Qayyim performed long research in his book An Nuniyah and his book As Sawa'iq in such a way as will satisfy and suffice. And more than one scholar hold, more than one scholar held that a report occurring in the two Sahihs, that of Al Bukhari and Muslim, amounts to Al Ilm Al Yaqini, certain knowledge, absolutely certain knowledge. And refer to the beginning of the book, Lawa'ih Al Anwar of As Safarini, and that is the truth. She said that is the correct and true saying. Then another note that is brought here, a note from Sheikh al-Albani, rahimahullah, that he said about this same point. I mean that everything which is authentic from the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, then it is the truth, he said. Without making a difference between what is, what is khabrul ahad and what is mutawatir. Making no difference about that. 
as long as it is authentic from Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and this is the truth which there is no doubt about and to make a distinction between that which is mutawatir and that which is not is a bid'ah and is philosophy which is foreign to Islam contrary to that which the Salaf al-Salih were upon and the Mujtahid Imams as I have verified in my treatise the obligation of accepting the Ahad narrations in Aqidah and a refutation of the doubts of those who oppose and it, is, it has been printed.